Hi guys, thanks for listening to this episode. We really appreciate all of the support and staying alongside the audio to now visual component of Beans Without Boundaries. Uh, going forward with the second season, we do have like an, a little bit of increase of cost. So we set up a little donation thing through Buy Me A Coffee. It's a little website that if you're willing to just splurge, there's an option for being able to just buy me a coffee. It also gives me a good idea if you really are enjoying our content and would like to help support and continue it. The link will be in the description underneath the YouTube video. It's also going to be in the description for Apple Podcasts and um, Spotify Podcasts as well. Uh, Whichever platform uh, would be greatly appreciated to just continue following along the journey and whatever you're willing to just kind of help with feedback, whether it's comments on the videos or just going on social media. Um, And if you're feeling typically generous, it'd be great to just throw a coffee my way. Thanks for listening in and until next time. When I tell you I suck at intros, I really do. Like each time, each episode, I'm like, I really don't know what the fuck to say. I also, ma'am, why are you so hard to find information on? I was like trying to look up shit so like when we talk, like I can have like some kind of background on you. Girl, I don't know nothing about you. I literally don't know any. I don't know when your birthday is. I don't even know like what your favorite color is. I couldn't find anything on you. So like, that don't is, be a mystery. Like I need. Get, let's just get a start. Well, I do need to say that I, um, it's been a work in process for me to, um, erase, like delete or not be so easy to find in social media or in general, like in, um, the internet, Mm -hmm. of course, we're going to get into details, uh, for that, but that's probably why you didn't find any information. So I'm going to go like, I'm going to say little things of me, like, uh, to get it started and uh backwards like i know you are the time i have heard about you but i would love for you to tell me something that you like as well so that i get with you and like what you have know, you heard about me like oh shit well i have a things but i want you to tell me like i'm nervous that you've heard things about why. me oh god okay <laughs> yeah we'll do back and forth well, last- give and take um, Alex, a also a good friend. Yeah. Mine. So, um, when you like when you interviewed her, uh, I got to know also like some stuff about you and learning about you. So that's why. <laughs> um, Hopefully, nothing so bad. Is Marina, Macarena. Nothing bad. Okay. Really, nothing bad. Um, my name is Macarena uh, Suluaga. I am from Colombia, from South America, from a uh, like city that is called Pereira. And um, I am 26 years old. For those who care, I'm a Pisces. Um, and uh, <laughs> for those who don't, I mean, you already know that info as well. Um, I've been working with coffee for a while now, for like 12 or 13 years. And my birthday, because I'm a Pisces, I'm going to say my birthday. It's on February 27th. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, that's what I was actually also curious about your zodiac sign. I'm like, 
Yes. I'm glad that I got that information without even having to ask. Cool. Uh, oh, that's like the introduction. What is your zodiac sign? Can My, I bet? Like, do you want me to... Go for it. Go ahead. I don't know if you'll catch it, but if you catch it, good for you. Are you a Sagittarius? No. Don't put that devil. No, I'm about it. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a. Actually, <laughs> don't put that witchcraft Gemini, on me. So, oh. <laughs> <bunch of> like... <laughs> so far left. I'm an, I'm a, I'm an Aries. My birthday was literally last week. <laughs> Her face. A hundred percent. hundred percent. Yeah. April 7th. Oh my God. I need, I'm going to, oh, okay. April 7th. Okay. So, um, well, my rising, my ascending is Aries, so I got... What's your moon that, sign? Like, I like Aries. My moon is Cancer. <gasps> What's your moon? Scorpio. So, like... Is Scorpio? Ma'am. Oh, this is going to yeah. be great. Yes. I know. Oh. Working out already. Yes, 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 yes. yes. <laughs> Love it. So, I didn't... I didn't get any... Um, well, of your input uh so what do you want me like what do you want to hear or where do you want to go or how do you want me to get it started uh with honestly like what like i especially since like i've seen you active on social media and like you're very art forward and you're really proud of being an artist and a performer like i'm curious to what made you go into coffee in the first place like instead of just like pursuing arts you know what i mean like i understand being an artist is really hard to like do full time and have it as like a financial stability background but like it's great that you're pursuing both of them right now but i'm curious as to what made mm -hmm. you do like coffee and you know like that mm -hmm. um well um i have to say that my experience with coffee was like a gift was a present that a lot of people were willing to share with me but mostly two people and they delivered opportunity to me when i was very uh like young when i was an, at an early age mm -hmm. so to be honest i mean now that i think about it i didn't really have much of a choice to work with coffee i mean i could have done i'm a my degree or what i was gonna do but, but like in my and like besides coffee is that a I studied bilingualism education focused on the English language. So I'm actually a teacher and I, I practitioned two years of uh, uh, teaching English in uh, high school, which is something very different from coffee. Um, and just to be a little like straight to the point, um, the main reason why I didn't do first arts or first uh, performance performances in general arts it's because i didn't have the chance i didn't have the opportunity and it was not only resources wise it was i didn't have a path i didn't have a way to do it so i didn't need a context that mm -hmm. i could express so um 
yeah, let's say it was not resources. It was more of me, like mm-hmm. uh, outside uh, resources. It was more like in my case. And I I don't, I would never call like right now, I wouldn't call myself like I'm a performer. Um, and you know, like I do that for a living. It's more, I have understood that even though being a coffee taster and doing coffee for every day of my life it's not enough to live and it's not enough to be um present in people's life and mostly in my life um and that is like something working like side to side like balancing up a little bit yeah no that's does fine that, does that no that gives me a good idea of what you're where you're coming from in terms of how you're viewing like obviously your art form and working in coffee mm-hmm. and, I, and i do have to say that my art uh, performing it's nothing related to coffee like i would i would never separate it bec- separate them because i don't think well uh, like when it's uh it's just like none of these have um independent uh like natures mm-hmm. um I do need to say that I don't want to communicate a um, the same origin of it, but they are very connected because in my case, as I think many people in the coffee industry or people who work with raw materials and, uh, you know, organoleptic assessments is that mm-hmm. we make our lives um, being direct, directed by our sensory skills and yeah. arts is just communications with sensibilities that are part of you and part of other people. So um, in that scenario, I think um, sensibilities or vulnerabilities towards your communications to yourself, it's something we do every day with coffee. If we are mad, like if you're angry, if we are, if I am fucking angry and someone just wants to come in, um, try a coffee, I will probably say, Give me 10 minutes. I'll try to go, come back. <laughs> yeah, cool Otherwise, down. your coffee will taste awful, even mm-hmm. though it's great. Because that's how people work. Like, that's how we work. We're, we're making an assessment out of our nose and our tongue. But really, it's how, associate, um, how we associate those stuff in our minds right. towards, you know, other stuff. So, yeah, I would say that. That's a really interesting take, actually. It makes sense, though. A lot of what you were just saying about how interconnected emotions are towards the sensory driven process because mm-hmm. it is all interconnected, even if they're all separate things. So, mostly. Mm hmm. So, I do think now, and, and well, I think this is a moment for um, a something that I it's I'm working on for next year to like come up with. Um, so I've been doing this uh, thing, this activity, which is learning how to be a um, competitor through uh, um, being a judge. So I've been doing like a lot of judging, um, not a lot. I've I've been doing judging this year in coffee. Uh, because next year I've been competing as well my like my entire life mm-hmm. and um as for like next year in my coffee path uh, like coffee professional path I am working for a coming um competition uh, presentation in Colombia I so I work I am I live 
sorry, I was born in Colombia. I was raised in Colombia, but for the past five years, I've been working back and forth. So mm-hmm. I'm not fully uh, like I don't dwell in Colombia. I don't dwell in the U.S. It's both. It's like a dynamic situation. Um, so in that in that sense, I am competing in Colombia, and uh, my competition will be a performance. Uh, it will not be a. <laughs> That'll be so It will be a competition. <laughs> I'm getting married with myself. And so the compet- I'm going to use the stage of coffee to, um, well, to have my ceremony. Um, I'm going to get married with myself. Like the other person who's going to be with me, it's going to be myself. And this is for um, somehow to revendicate, to compensate myself for a lot of things, but mostly for the reason that um, Macarena as Macarena is like my way and my performance of competition has not really been the one I've wanted. Um, I competed as Maca my first time last year mm-hmm. for Brewers Cup in Colombia, and it was awful. Like, it was the worst. I think I told you the last time I saw you that um, in my competition routine, I forgot everything. I forgot the steps. I forgot my recipe. I forgot what I was saying. I forgot my coffee. The coffee I've been working five years with, the the coffee I've been develop, developing for a lot of time. And when Maka introduced her, herself and like, hi, this is Maka for the competition. I forgot everything. So um, I think in coffee, um, there is or, or there are many opportunities for uh, women and for uh, uh, female identities, uh, which is a term I want to introduce in this conversation as you are uh, like working with, um, because I don't think only women are the, um, and women not for any background besides women, only the word women encloses a lot of fights, but there are other fights that encloses the, um, the label or the, uh, the name feminine, uh, like female, uh, which also include, uh, women, um, as a concept and as an identity and as a political fight. Um, and I think that's uh, something I'm trying to do. I want to make sure that for all the path and for all the ways that I've had so far, um, I want to make sure that my last, I want that to be my last competition, if I'm honest. I wish it, it's going to be my last one. And if that would be my last, I want it to be in this in the same idea as I was thinking mm-hmm. before, because I could tell it's not the same. It's not the same to have to be a, the first um, trans uh, person uh, facing a reality of being judged and being assessed um, in a 180 years uh, industry that is Colombia. Mm -hmm. So um, I think um, as a coffee professional, I could tell I didn't do well. However, as a human being, um, I did it wonderful and it was amazing to be there. So I'm just trying to connect and to me and match both of them to be honest and that's something i want to happen because i acknowledge that those communications and sensitivities that are inward um of me of course uh are not so easy to translate in my day-to-day and that's got to do with coffee as well so Mm -hmm. 
that's like something that will we i i hope i'm gonna do it uh for sure um but it's gonna may it's gonna happen in april and uh, no in march next year for the competitions in, in, in nationals averse uh, cup in colombia wow that's really cool I'm sitting here and processing everything you're saying. That's what's happening. Right now. It's me sitting here and processing. Um, it seems like really interesting in terms of identity and where you were when you first competed to what you're preparing to do next year. It's going to, I feel like it's going to be, I feel like, are you feeling more confident towards the upcoming in comparison to how you felt originally the first time? I feel aware. Mm-hmm. I don't feel, I've, I've, I felt confident um, always. It's not being like, um, my growth is not to embrace um, me in that uh, confidence area space. It was how unaware I was, and I, do not get me wrong. I hope I got it every sorted out and worked through. Um, but in that specific scenario, um, I didn't f- quite feeling as my uh, problem, uh, as my issue. I mean, as as, yeah. as on my as on my shoulders. I mean, um, in regards, I think I felt if it was more related to the idea that I didn't know and I didn't have any other uh, doing that, like any other person doing that uh, in my position, you know? Um, And it's not like any other person has done it, uh, but for my context, for the specific situation, um, I was unaware of the many things I would need and I need and I would love to need uh, for a competition. So, Mm Of course, I have more confidence because I also am aware of right. where and what what am I facing, you know. And even though I competed before, so it's not about the rubric. It's not about how good I was doing extracting or brewing coffee because I can I can be assessed in that in other situations. But when it came to the idea that I was going to represent something, because that's how exactly they, you put it, you know, you're competing because you're going to represent a country, your right. country. Um, and that is when it clicked in a very wrong way. I was mm. like, will I come like, will that is very com- like, it is not fun to say. I would love to say I was so proud and I was so ready that as a trans woman, I was going to be there. And, um, like I didn't feel it, it, it felt awful to be honest, to yeah. not feel like if I was going to even, this is like some of the ratio. If, making myself um a winner which i don't think i was gonna be i just that was the formula that's how you think it if making myself a winner um is gonna represent a lot of fucking complicated situations for Mm -hmm. me because i'm the first one i think i was not aware of that in that context is something it's it makes me understand first better but also like it makes me feel more present if yeah. that is something makes sense so um so yeah that's like if, if, if it like performance is a word for me i would say it's also to negotiate with myself how yeah. much of me would i put in word and how much of me i would not 
and I'm happily more in the side that I want myself to be in everyone's mouth and word than mm -hmm. uh, not there. So I think, yeah, that's that's somewhere I am heading. Girl, when you leave me speechless, what am I supposed to say here? Like, holy shit. <laughs> you don't need to. You don't need to. You know, you don't need to say nothing. It's it's makes and not because I don't want you to. Of course, I do want you to. to. Um, it's it's also new for me. Like the uh, the outfit I'm thinking of just for you and I <laughs> and for everyone else who's listening. I, <laughs> I was like, it's wear... no longer you and I when it's everyone else. <laughs> Um, I'm I'm gonna be wearing my whole wedding dress. Like I am gonna be doing. I'm. A whole I just want to see it. Honestly, like the whole concept put together. I me too for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish I'm gonna do it. <laughs> um, certainly, I think it's 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 a little bit, and for sure, that is that that is not. Because I think I'm fun and because I think I'm artistic. If there is a sensitivity and if there is something to communicate, it's because there are many other things I am not able to to talk about. Uh, other things I do not, I'm not willing to either that hurt me as a, a female identity. And I think um, that is a way of putting up. Uh, the reality of a lot of situations that I wish that aren't like as shitty as they are, but they are. And I am a very like positive person in the sense that I love to see bright sides uh, over dark sides. Mm. Uh, but um, it doesn't mean it's it makes you blind from whatsoever, not the bright side. Right. And um, pointing that out, it's not easy. It's not, um, it, many times it's not rewarding. Most of the time it's not rewarding because it's against something always. It's against whatever. It's a violation. It's a uh, non-regulated uh, action. It's a whatever thing. It's a whatever thing. So it's against the the rule and i think that's why it exists it does not exist only for um you know for other expressions of art or in and, and and visual connections and my experience that i'm happy with coffee and that mm -hmm. i love the, the thing that it's the seed that is living being um there, there are so many languages and translations that i would love to put into that being the into others um that it, it, I feel it misses a its goal when I only give the good or only be bad. And I think that way, it's a way that I see the coffee industry as well as a, um, before that I'm a travesty, like that, I, I, like that's the word I would always love to use when it comes to like specificities of identity. Um, but as a trans woman, I definitely can say that um, being in a coffee industry that is uh, ruled, um, not because I say so, uh, it, because history proves that because reality day to day still mm. shows up that is a um, man led uh, industry that it, when it's not that reality, it's gorgeous and it's beautiful and it's worth it and it's 
um, passionating, but mm. when it's the other reality, um, and I'm not saying because it, it's only me, and I, I don't think that conversation should keep being in its side or the other. Right. It's more like when it's when that is the visual, when that is the perspective, it's either here or here. That's the problem. Mm. And I think, um, and I think, yeah, I, I'm getting there as well in, in, in understanding other perspectives or, or of, of, of me, but also the industry. You have such a good way with words. I literally like I'm I'm very conversational and I have a lot of interesting perspectives and it's like you kind of take the words right out of my mouth and then what I'm mostly curious about is amongst other things like I just find you such a fascinating person like I think you have such a beautiful energy to you and it's it exudes effortlessly like when you're talking about being more of an optimistic person having more of that view of viewing more of the positives and that obviously there are going to be negatives but it's all about balance and you're telling me right now that you're choosing to look at what positives there are in the industry and I think that it exudes from you this this natural brightness this very much happy energy that you carry yourself um do you feel like you've always been this kind of person, like really optimistic? Or do you think that took a lot of like self introspective work, like trying to figure that out? <clears throat> I've asked myself that question lately as well. Um, <laughs> I don't think I have been this optimistic. Mm -hmm. I think I have been very vital, very vibe, like vibe it, like alive. Yeah. Um, I think I choose to look at the positive because it feels, it feels like, um, my vitality and what vivid means for me, mm -hmm. <laughs> like it, it can be this like detracted by other by some other stuff so to be very like fair i'm very selfish and i choose to do that because my vitality is like which what i call vitality is way more necessary important for me than whatever whatsoever others think so if i don't look at that like mm -hmm. if i don't look at this bright side i don't think i would be able to seize what I'm getting, what I want, you know? Yeah. Um, however, I do, I have, I have needed a lot of introspection, mm. um, by get, by understanding things as well. This is not that I woke up and I said, right. Oh, life is so cute and I love it. I actually don't. And I think it's more of, uh, the fuckers. Um, but even if there, everyone would be a fucker and there are a couple, two, three of them, what about these three then? So, um, I think, um, if we were like, if we were, we were to make a judgment, 
I rather my judgment to stay somewhere else that right. is not that side. And so that's why it forces me because um, at the end, my sadness is, um, I believe, uh, the language of sadness everyone else does. I don't think I'm unique in my depression or my anxiety or uh, my desire of not doing work, of doing work. Um, however, I need to see other stuff and and trust me and i know this will sound like come on maka you're in a coffee pot because so you're saying that but no what i'm gonna say is being real and i think um there are priceless priceless people in this industry that i haven't happen to find like finding many other uh places mm. and i am not referring to money i'm not referring to treatment i'm not referring to um um you know like personalities i think people who have made a living out of coffee and it's and once you get to this common language of specialty coffee of um cafe what i'm seeing what i'm thinking that is like the specificity of understanding the appreciate the appreciation of coffee is not only in that spectrum of the beverage or the with the chain of coffee it's you understand that there are more like deep things in life that only this you know what your eyes looking mm -hmm. so yes i have a coffee but we are coffee people like we know that the, like this is a wine that i'm having here but i'm gonna pretend this is a coffee <laughs> so this is coffee here like we if you guys listening if you, this was like a coffee and you have in front of you you know that's not what happened i'm not gonna go step by step we all know that we also know that Maria needs to eat. She needs to survive. Maria, who grew up this, who grew this. I mean, it's a basic math. Why would I do just inferentials of my feelings? And why would I just stay with the inferential or the standard way of thinking my emotions and my communications? When I have learned through coffee that it's way fucking bigger than what we think like mm. greater you know like there are more layers than only the sensory there are more layers more than the green more than the um social aspect there is so larger that you and i are talking about like this way and talking about that thing that is not nothing that we are talking about anyway so i think the spectrum of um of the expansion, the expansion of this room of each, you know, per, like if she, if she's individual, um, it does not stay only there. Mm. It forces you to think of things and reflect things that are way more inferential than others. And that's what I think it happens to me. And that's why just to get an answer to your question, that's what I, it happens to me. I am an action to be super honest, if people around me, I'm not a happy person. I'm more of a quiet person. Mm. Nothing, no emotion of contentness or sadness. No, it's the quiet person. Mm. And my personality is not that. So it is, but it's something else. So, you know, it's, 
spectrum spectrums of things. Yes, I might have a lot of vitality and a lot of things, but it's also a choice. It's definitely a choice. Yeah. And it's definitely a choice of being around others. In this statement that I was going to say that is like, come on, it's co coffee, cup my cup. The people that I have met in coffee like you, Helena, it's been gorgeous. Like when I came in, I met you there. Oh, I was, oh I, you God. remember that. It's oh, God. Oh. It was, I was, I was mind blowing. I was mind blowing with the whole situation. Angela and I, Angela and, and I that's we love met her. Oh my God. Like literally one, not to interrupt you, but honestly, like when I first met you and Angela, it was like, oh my God, this wasn't, I didn't know what to expect because I remember Christian telling me, sorry, that was my mentor, but Christian was telling me, um, and I'm saying his name because we both know who he is. <laughs> yeah, 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 right. But basically, I remember, like, you guys just coming in with such... It was just so much love. It was just so <laughs> much love. And, like, it was just so much fun talking to you guys. It was my first time really interacting in that kind of environment. And I remember Angela, like, when you locked to the car, she and I, like, hugged before she left. And she told me something that really... When I tell you I walked back into my space and I was like, I'm going to cry. <laughs> she just was just like, she's <laughs> like, so she, I think she said something along the lines of, she's like, um, I hope you stay in this industry because you'll go far. And I, I was like, this woman barely knows who I am. And that, that really touched a specific point. And she's like, if you ever come down to Columbia, please come see us. And she, like, I remember we were all talking about, like, being music people and, like, loving to dance and, like, whatever. And, like, that's right. great. It's a good time because your girl does still love to do that. Right. Oh, you, oh, my God. You definitely need to come party with me. <laughs> <laughs> Ma'am, if we went and partied together. Hmm. Oh, we, we will. And those who are listening to me, just text me. I'll be there. I'll party with you. Just, like, get me details. I'll, I'll hop in. Really. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's just like um Angela is a wonderful person. She is one of the reasons why I am the person that I am. Um the loss of this person has taught me a lot in coffee and a lot in my life. Um this is a podcast talking and referring to the effort and the political fight of being a woman, mm -hmm. but also being a woman and if there is someone I need to like talk about it because we also yeah. are referring to coffee is this woman and what you expected is exactly what I did. Um, it's like what I, what I expected as well. What I, uh, sorry, what I left. And, um, I don't know. It's, it's, it's really beautiful. The, the people I've met, um, Alex from, uh, last episode, oh, this woman, if I'm crazy, I Jesus, that woman is, oh my God. Ah. um, but there are also other women that I feel like I professionally speaking, coffee women like coffee women professional that i have met for the past seven months and you know who i'm talking about and i hope you listen to this and you feel all this but i've never felt like i want to be a grown-up like a woman that i know that i met mm. and she 
is so good at everything. She's so good at understanding people, but is so good at being a professional. Is so good at doing what she does, and. I don't feel like that for so many people. I also have other, like another other career in my life. So I also see other, like, um, you know, like goals in people and like things mm. in people. And I do think that's got something to do with choosing and making choices yeah. um, about that. You know, uh, it's not easy. Uh, of course, it's not easy. It's a pain in the fucking ass uh, how people choose i don't i don't get it i don't get why people you know like all this shit things all the time happen um that i don't even like to point out because every person just lives it differently yeah. and it's uh, the same idea but um i do think coffee is in, in the coffee industry specifically um we can talk about so many no like so much knowledge you could like we can talk about that of course and, and we definitely can get into details of knowledge and how um mm. expertise people have gone through it but i've also been to into wine industry and yes it's definitely the action of like the idea of working with a living being that forces you i'm not taking that away this is not the only industry of course we have a big love and passion for this and affection for this industry and this industry for sure connects different contexts in the origin of this um this context context is not a, a first world country this context of people who grew coffee who grow coffee is people who are lack of many of the privileges uh, layers in a society who have a lot of lacks who have a lot of um like definitions that are not okay for society and coffee has not only let like help, like helped build up a platform for them but has let them make their own choices mm. and um we can do we can see that but uh you and i uh when i say um that i i was very happy that i met you it's because it, out of the state that you live in and that i work uh with like that people that i work with you were the only coffee person that that was a one besides um uh, another company that i meant and it was very complicated for me to discuss any conversation with any other coffee directors and um they are my friends and i love them and that's why i say it as well that it's nothing to do with identity um it definitely is about understanding that there are people making choices and people making their lives and if that is not respected they just also fuck it besides whatever uh we look like right. so um i do right like point about that even though yes we are looking in again i love to be the bright side positive mm -hmm. pieces that i am uh, but also is it said as i understand and i acknowledge how shitty it is and i have had so many bad situations lately by the way so many bad like the fuck is wrong with people that are also very beautiful people who have helped me and supported me and hugged me yeah. and give me a lot given me a lot of love and not even compensation it's like you know what 
I know it's fucking annoying and bad to be around other people. So let me just love you. I don't I care. And they, you know. There's like something I definitely want to add on to this too. You were talking about how specifically like people who identify as a woman and everything underneath that umbrella. I think what's really important is like, I really agree with you in terms of like, these are some of the most genuine people who care about what they do and that's really hard to find in any industry like it's not just like in the coffee world like i've also worked in many various different industries but like there's a reason why i've gravitated towards this particular subject and -hmm. this particular like issue and topic is just that every person i talk to and every person i've had a situation like where i get to sit down and really like hear their stories and like the things that they've had to overcome and battle and like still struggle with today no matter what it's like these women are so they're so powerful and their stories they're so powerful in their daily life they exude such a level of elegance and confidence even if it's not like even if it's crass and and crude like it's just like they're, they've got themselves. It's it's such an it's a non communicative thing, where I I just keep meeting these people and they leave such an impact. Like every person I've met so far within this industry, and I'm still a baby in this industry. Like I haven't really been here that long, <laughs> so I'm just like <laughs> there's so much I have to learn. Um, but each person, yeah. But each person is never too. It's never too much. I just, um, it's just like, I, I feel like every single time I, I have people come on the show and I, they tell me a lot of their perspectives within the industry, mm. their perspective on gender, their perspective on being a woman and living in the society nowadays. It's just like, it's always something I can apply to my, my life. And like, right. it's a constant growing process. Me too. Me too. Me too. But like, I'm telling you, I don't honestly find that in many industries anywhere else. And either. like even <laughs> no offense, but like even a lot of artistically driven people have such a closed off opinion on the subject also. I mean, it's a really sensitive topic in the first place, like discussing women issues, systemic issues within the, any industry. Mm-hmm. But it's like it's important to bring awareness and to to have people share their their stories and how they've overcome it because that's going to help other people um i as you are saying these things the only thing i can remember like i it like shows in my mind is every single woman that i have met in my work because mm-hmm. of what I do as my as a professional that I am that have impacted me in the most yeah. beautiful but and like power but also like beautiful but also like <laughs> mm, you know like getting the vibe that I can name them all like the reason why I am right here where you as like not where I see me but you know in coffee like <laughs> that <laughs> idea metaphorically speaking I mean um it's because a, a woman that is my friend that I love and this is the opportunity thank you so much Olga a lot of kisses to you because she literally saw me and she was like 
you need to learn coffee. I don't care. Like, I don't give a shit. No, I don't. I, I said to her, like, I don't want to learn. And she was like, you don't get it. Like, you don't understand. She opened up her mind and taught a bunch of things. And then I met a lot of other tasters. I started in coffee when honestly being young. And I started being very young. And I, even though I identified female back then, because, well, I didn't identify to society for sure. Um, it, it was very to access to every like situation of mine. I was 14 when I started doing coffee. Um, it was illegal to work. Um, I, they didn't like me because I was young. And then I got my, you know, like I was a, 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 a taster. I, w I worked in the specialty uh, um, department. Uh, like coordinate, like coordinating the specialty department in my then the region that I am from, um, and I was 18. I just have had my D, my Q grader and face. They told me we don't trust your work because of your age, and then my friends because your women. And we were like, okay, you're not life, but I we I mean, like I the experience of it, and so I think um, as I as things, oh my god, I think there's a happening with the audio. I don't know. It's like cutting in and out. Hello. You hear me now? Yeah. Okay. So I was saying that like back then when I started. She said, I'm ready. Then when I, <laughs> I'm just getting it. Um, and very, it was, it, for me, it's never been frustrating. Like I do not deal with frustration. It's always been It's always going to be frustrating mm -hmm. to not get it, you know, and you don't get it. It's the thing is like, how the fuck this person is thinking that thing? Like, so frustration is like, I will use this frustration and I will better drive myself into an action that will deliver happiness to me and that will right. person to do something else. <laughs> and it, towards my care, like my years of coffee, I'm a coffee like this is a coffee thing we need to talk a little coffee um <clears throat> i'm sorry um i am a coffee taster i uh, but for those who are very sad i respect you a lot i don't think i have this energy <laughs> life to be a barista like i honestly don't have in this like my admiration for baristas is great is big Kisses to y'all. Um, I think um, in my experience in quality, that is what I really have grown up and myself into my whole life. Mm -hmm. um, it's let me, ha let me, has taught me as well uh, lessons of, you know, I will make a point here, like a stop, like a period, and I will just so say something and I will come back here and connect these two ideas. Um, you know, like if you work, you need a transaction. 
you need to make basically you do this for this and then that a transaction like delivers a lot of things i think coffee has allowed in this capitalistic uh system that we work in to at least a step in uh the idea that we actually work with something that's uh feels that grow has a uh, repercussion that there is a consequence if you do not think about it if you don't treat if you have a relationship with it um and um it is stopped in in the idea of this system that we're working the consumption idea has eaten every possible idea of uh that the that the, the relationship with um the is more important than the transaction. And I think if there is a privilege that we have in the specialty coffee industry is that we can differentiate the transaction from the coffee that we have, mm, which yeah. means um, we have a very good coffee and we can say, I'm not paying that for it. Like I'm not giving myself to a shitty coffee because I want to pay for that coffee. So it uh, becomes a, uh, less relevant i'm doing a big quotation um, uh, markation how do you call this? quotation fingers gracias thank you oh. <laughs> um and um like trans hasn't been the important uh or hasn't balanced the but like hasn't weighted this decision in our case if our privilege is to say something is what one, what one has done for sure is that we can reflect on the raw material and make a choice then. And in the cap, like in our transaction formula, as we do, because we work in like things, because we buy coffee, because we like coffee or whatever thing we want for coffee, we need to pay in order to get it. Even you are a barista and you don't directly pay for what you drink every day. I don't know, probably not. I don't do it uh, because I'm a taster. I have to drink coffee anyway. Um, But for those who need to pay for it, that, that transaction means something. I will get back to my another idea. Um, so if I need a transaction and I have my desire and my connection of life and what I do in any way I need to face violences in any way my expression of life will like will be a consequence for my work, uh, like for my style of work, I think coffee has grown up in letting things to be okay, to no matter what, you know? And uh, if there is a moment to cheer up for women as well, it's for the political, but also the f emotional fight that they have worked out so far to um, have growers who are women who are, uh, a whole family depend on them and they have a word of power in their family. Only thing they could have done 25 years ago was to cook for 120 people ever since three in the morning. That is not sustainability. You right. cannot talk about sustainability for that, but you can definitely say the coffee industry has marked up a in the industry that allowed people who are very less privileged in a society to be a part of it. Mm -hmm. And to say that, you don't really say that to coffee. You say, this has helped a lot of people. No, they are eating for things. Of course they are. Uh, but also, uh, the 
feeling of her misses or misters or no, how do you say that misses or women let's say female i i don't i don't remember the treatment right now the, the, the right term um that at every night understanding that the coffee they are growing it's for them and because of them and their names are labeled in their coffees mm -hmm. and they are happy for it because that's how power and word and authority means to their families and to their lives it's the only thing they will have ever in their lives the only I think that is something to definitely highlight in coffee and women in coffee and people in the umbrella, a female, as you say as well. Mm -hmm. um, and people who have acknowledged their very much privileges who are women and who have let women take over. Because in uh, 1990, still, even coffee was very important in, in the world. It was the most, like the second or third most important commodity in the in the world. And women didn't even, they were not allowed to be a part of the copying and assessment criteria. We were born in fucking 90s. I think it's a lot of difference. So, mm. so um, that is also something I'm a performance allows me to talk. I don't, I don't want to put that in a paper. I don't leave that in an academy. I live that every day. Yeah. Well, my girlfriends and my girl fellows are sitting next to me drinking coffee. And when we don't need to worry that any other person will come after us and ask us something that we have no a fucking clue of and you know like respond to that um in that i'm just adding to the comment that you said just like meeting the network as we are talking that this is something that it should be highlighted in the coffee industry and maybe not to sell maybe not to be transactioned, maybe not to get a money from. You mm. go to bed and feel so fucking happy that we are drinking a coffee that makes part of a lot of other history points, you know. You you felt really passionate about that, huh? I could see it. How? It's okay. I'm not. I'm not. I saying. I know. I'm. I'm very much. And is I don't think it, for me honoring my job, honoring what I do. I dedicate. I can. I cannot even tell you how many hours a day I dedicate my time to coffee mm. to do, and not to do. I don't think it's for the money. No one ever stays Mo here for the money. You, I would never say it's for the money. Right. And even, even if that would be the, it's not honor. I don't, I don't think it honors me to stay there. Yeah. And I have to say that I don't think it's a privilege to travel and I don't think it's a privilege to have the connection, but I do think it's my context in my context because i've you know like a, 
I'm so sorry for this. Um, and I ran out of my my wine, so I need to. <laughs> so, um, I think if I don't honor my work, this is I don't do it. Yeah. And this is how I feel I am honoring. And I felt passionate to was, go uh, of copying. I'm sorry, go on. No, I was going to say, I think in general, like anyone who's really listening to you speak on a lot of your experiences and your perspective, obviously this is you talking about your personal journey and your perspective and what you've witnessed and experienced and heard other people tell you about. Like in general, this industry, the people that are for this industry they stay for the passion of what it provides in terms of life experiences and life perspectives, because what this job requires you to do, no matter like, obviously baristas we talked about, there's a disconnect there, but when you go farther back down the line of who all is involved, it starts to, it lifts this veil of understanding who everything is affecting and what the realities you're actually witnessing versus what the consumer is really uh, experiencing from their end they're getting a lot more of that performative value from the barista and that customer service aspect experience versus if you go farther back and we're dealing with a lot more of the producers and the importers and everything from there you're you're really learning and you have to and you should humble yourself to understand what these people are experiencing and what they need and i had an episode with camilla Khalife. And she she just like really stripped a lot of shit of like her experiences working in Ecuador. And she there's uh-huh. snapping happening. There's <laughs> snapping happening. I'm like, yeah, like, yeah, mama. But yeah, it's just like she she really stripped a lot of things that that's the whole point of this, right? Like we're just over here just trying to ex- explore and experience and show a lot more of the humanistic value that comes from a product that has been stripped away from it for so many years. And it's like, I think a lot of what you're explaining is it's like, okay, cool. Money could money in general. People don't work in this industry for money, but if that was the case, you're still stripping away the honor that you give the people who grow it, the honor that it takes to get here and the people who are enforced in that. And then if you're living so unhonorably and and taking that, away it really strips the idea of what is right. the passion behind the work and i feel like it just right. comes from you like you're you're someone who needs passion to thrive like you you need to be in love with whatever you're doing at all times or you don't Completely. honor yourself and you don't honor whatever you're creating because essentially every single time you open your mouth macarena it's a creation like you just do have a really good way with words and your perspective <laughs> is very valuable and it's like <laughs> <laughs> thank you i'm just saying like i'm listening to hear. i'm listening to you speak and it's just it's so inspirational listening to you and like the way that you word things and it's just like you really do just have a really good way with words and it it's i'm really digesting things and um just trying to understand what my part would be in this you know like I, it's still like a really fresh journey for me <laughs> I don't think, I don't think, I, I want to say two things and I want to start by saying that I don't think there is a role. 
that's the good thing of coffee. I don't think you should feed or you should suit it raw at all. Um, I don't, I don't do it. I've done it. Like you do it as a barista, I do it as a, whatever I do in coffee, uh, whatever. Um, I think it's a life thing. It's a how you stand on, and it happens to add to this uh, conversation that it's about coffee, and um, the coffee it really is good and and sweet and tender, and it gives you a lot of cute things. Uh, so we have a passion for it, but it's not about that. If it's not coffee, and I got for a beer or for french fries that means i can do the opposite of what i'm going to coffee uh, because it's not coffee you know um it should not be or i don't know if i should say should but it is there you know um and the second thing i w would love to say is that wait i forgot for a second <laughs> i watched I, you forget I it I I really had it on. Uh, oh, it should not be that we are not in coffee for money. We dedicate so much. Mm -hmm. it, I said that we live in a system. And a system requires rules. And rules should not be in this position is that is that it is right now just for this industry and for this other and for the other ones that exist in life so if you ask me i really like money like i love 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 drinking wine getting high and in order to do that i really need to get money i yeah. cannot really not have money and it happens to be that i dedicate more than eight hours in my mind for coffee. I am reluctant to the idea that I will not have money for what I do for love. And this is the promise of capitalism. And if that promise is not being fulfilled, it's not okay, but be. So I think ceasing, and I'm doing quotation fingers again, It it's like, to, it should be like rephrased. I think it should be now. Like, I do have a position in the coffee industry, and it's like, no. You think you can come and do that? Well, let me teach you no. Right. Let me teach you otherwise. Because if there are nerds and, like, very, very nerds in this, in like, work, it's people in coffee. Like, do you yeah. want to know of things? Then seven years ago, there was a research in, like, Ikawa. I don't want to say, like, I didn't want to say that. This is not a sponsor thing. This is a research I've been thinking of. And they specific people looking and researching for coffee has led us to know that there are people so knowledgeable of this that they are already researching further commercial coffee. By mm. this thing that was an outbreak not longer than several years ago, coffee is a a very new innov innovation thing not longer than 2000 ago and that level of context and history cannot be 
punctual as it is for coffee right now. I don't think we should keep only doing and reflecting of how beautiful and the relationship that we have with I think we should reflect on the idea that we are the ones letting that happen. And if we're claiming as whatsoever ours, which what like ours, it shouldn't be like, oh, I can drink my coffee and be happy and sometimes do this and this. No, I'm I really work a lot and I studied a lot and I do a lot and I know a lot. And that's on point. You know, I'm sorry. If, if otherwise, oh yeah, of course. You try to get that, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's also, this is not, I'm not making this up. This is what capitalism calls special. This is what a capitalism calls being a specialty. And we are 10% of people in the world who do a specialty work. If we are not getting what we are, there is something wrong in the supply chain. And we know a lot of the supply chain. So I think reflecting on that, not use it for someone else's, like, you know, like growth is better to grow it for ourselves. And I am very, very, very much into that. And also passions. Like I'm, I passionate a lot about that too. <laughs> I have asked this question on every single episode and I just like was curious. Um, have you struggled with imposter syndrome and like, what was your experience and like, what really got you out of that? Are you imposter syndrome? Yeah. It's like the, it's the feeling of when you're in something that you don't belong there. It's like, you're an imposter. Like you're not supposed to be there at all. Like you don't belong. Mm, oh you mean in coffee yes i probably have i probably am and i think the my it's got nothing to do with the day to day i think it is a very like it can be very specific in a context or it can be in the very general i think if uh, i have felt it or if i've been aware of it i have tried to push away very Mm -hmm. if i think in the specificity um right now i am at a place where i am i feel like i am very much me and the in thinking in the light political fights that a society claims. Um, however, I cannot be a hundred percent sure to answer that question right now. And if there is a for me to be here is maybe to tell you that I don't know how to answer that question to you right now. That's fine. That was more of a curiosity thing too. Which makes sense. Like if I do enough, I listen to, this episode later and if i find the answer i will do like a like a comment on it but right now i don't i cannot answer i i'm not so much aware of mm-hmm. how of what i want would love to because see it's tricky for me right now to deliver a question to you that's fine you don't have to have an answer for that
Do you want to do you want to talk about something else? Something specific? Have I talked too much? No. I mean, oh my god, I hope point. you did this. Oh my god. Literally, that's the whole point of this is you come on here and you talk too much and then you leave. That's literally all a podcast is for. <laughs> um it's just that I feel like usually I'm a lot more prepared. Let's go back to that. Why was it a thing for you to control how much social media outlet you had? Like you said in the beginning, you were like, I purposely don't want to have a lot of information out about me and that we'd trail back to it. So let's talk about it. Like what, what made you really want to like disconnect from the idea of people obviously trying to learn more about you? I definitely think it goes through, internet goes through our lives. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's, a coincidental it's a like it's a dependent I, I, sorry an independent variable in our lives like oh there's internet i like i can make a, like a choice of not having internet in my life try True. like if any of us try to make that choice right now it would it would require more than a day 24 hours to complete the action and probably it would be require more than a year to erase if you have had a record on it if you're a new person and you want to get into a context in which we are um you need to access to that language of internet and social media and um, media communication. And uh, what I say media, I'm not saying like instant message is the capacity of connecting to a lot of other things through something that is not material, substantial, tangible but it's there and it happens it plays with reality you know and i have a dead name that is the first reason <laughs> there is a lot of things i don't want people in like to if like they find about me if they work of me i have worked 12 13 years in coffee industry macarena is has existed for people in people's mouth for the past three years mm -hmm. um i of course want didn't want people to call me because they are rude because they are very insensitive because they don't know how to understand things because they think it's like oh you change your pants it's like they think that you change your bra you know um so i wanted to make sure like people were not gonna find things of me when you change your name you're changing literally how everybody sees you people do not recognize me or acknowledge me if they don't want to acknowledge me as Macarena. And that happens not only in the mouth, that happens in the eye as well. Um, and I already say that internet it goes through your life. It's mm -hmm. not a variable I can take that away. Right. If I wanted people to find me and to see me, they would only want it, like they would only find unless you're like a fucking hacker right. like you can get a lot of information from me um i'm a like a lot of naked people like pictures of me a lot of them uh, but that is 
exactly what I'm planning to do, you know, in, when people find, like, look for Macarena. Um, maybe coffee, but uh, that's what I'm saying, you know, like, I'm not, com like, this is not a conspiracy theory, you know, internet produces more than 3 billion data a day, and we have had internet for the past, let's say, aware 38 years it's existed for over 55 if i'm not mistaken if i am please someone corrected me um i'm a pisces i don't remember dates um but if that is the case <laughs> if that is the case i want people to find whatever i want them to find yeah no i mean like hey that's fine really nobody is owed information that's private in the first place Right. I know. And I don't know why people, that's why it makes no sense to have a lot of money. Like, really, we live in a place that what's more likely to happen is that things goes like fucks up. Mm -hmm. Things fuck up. I'm sorry. I'm having a grammar mistake there. Uh, she said but she's like if, eloquent as fuck in English. I'm having an English problem. I'm like, all right. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> it was mistaken. It was a mistake. So if I do that, like, uh, I forgot what I was saying. Oh well, I really, I really forgot what I was saying. <sighs> and you too. I did. Too. I'm not even gonna lie because all I remember you saying is just shit that made me laugh for like five minutes and then like, oh, I remember, <laughs> I remember the mistake. I say things make you, makes you. Well, okay, I don't remember. It was a mistake. So I think really, no, I don't want to go like over and over. I hope you do something in addition with this because we're going no, to- No, we're not around. editing anything. This is going to be aired with no editing. <laughs> <laughs> oh I love God. it. Okay. Um. So yes, if I want to be, that's, I do. I remember. And that's why I well, I try to do that. And again, it was not it was not only that I didn't make it to like when the competition thing happened. I've been doing coffee 12 years. Do you think I will forget to brew coffee? Right. Brew. Like I forgot to extract coffee. <laughs> I don't think that was a... Like, oh, you don't know professionally what you're doing. Oh, fuck, I know what I'm doing. Fuck, yeah, what I do. So I think if, in the case, if it's not knowledge, what I think whatever is it, it's something I want to work out through. And it, it, began, it began like that. Like, a lot of things that I didn't represent to me were in blind side of people. And I didn't want to re to remove that. Sorry, I wanted to remove yeah. that. So that's how it is. <laughs> Have you always had a really strong like support system through this whole process? You know what I mean. If you feel comfortable mm, talking about it, obviously I don't want to pressure you to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, I do feel I do feel comfortable talking about most things, um, and more when it comes to this. 
I don't know what that sound is. Um, yeah, I don't know if to call it a support group, but let's say yeah, like that. If that is the reference, uh, my 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 family that I have chosen to, mm -hmm. um, my my girlfriends have uh, decided to have my life with. My girlfriend, especially, I live with uh, my girlfriend who is also a trans woman, mm -hmm. and we started our transitions together. Um, she is insanely incredible, and every time I talk about coffee, she is only opening her, up her heart, and she's willing to hear a lot of what I say, and I say a lot, and I think... Um, like being able to do things for like being the first time I was at the SCA show, SCA show, yeah, in New Orleans as Macarena two years ago. Um, after being three SCA shows uh, as the person that everyone met first and the name that people like my parents gave me, um, Angela and even off the people like like who um, like people with like uh, people. With, this um but they really are family mm. and they supported me in every fucking single thing that i did everything like thank you for a sponsor so many wastings and like a lot of things that i have done in the company and i have learned um and um oh do not think they don't know oh they have they are the ones who have taught me how to do it so no worries and uh, they are wonderful people too um my definitely my mom i do have i i don't think um i have failed and that's how why i say support group i mm. feel i definitely have limited my like have reached the limit of how much I want to be alone and how much I want to be accompanied. Um, and that has me to understand that first, not everybody, but second, people who are willing to stay, it's because they really, they love me. And I think that's what loves me anyway. So, yeah, I'm very emotional too. So. I would have never <laughs> guessed that. At all. Oh my God. <laughs> no way. <laughs> um, do you, what, how, how has it been for you to be a you know, identity and work in like oh coffee? That's. That's a really layered question. I feel like for anyone, <laughs> for somebody who asks this question, this is also a, a very hard question to answer. Everybody has their own like right. journey with everything. Um, especially like for me, identity has always been really hard. Um, but I've I've lost many jobs for the identity that I've chosen, just for the fact that it's made people uncomfortable, um, and. I've felt very isolated and um, invalidated for a lot of the things that I have to say just for the fact that I felt like I wasn't supposed to be there mm. like at the table. And like for mm. somebody who is extremely opinionated and aggressive, that doesn't suit well. It really doesn't. So 
within that, this role that I've stepped into at my job is with like coffee buying and, and coffee roasting and doing a lot of that. It's given me a lot of creative freedom in terms of the direction that I want to do and the work that I want to do. Because I feel like specifically just on my account, on my perspective of my journey with coffee as I have done almost a lot of the roles to get to this point. Like I was a barista for like four or five years and then I started doing roasting and then now I'm here. So it's just like progressively getting more of a well-rounded view of certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like this, this for me feeling, I don't know if it's like I have an inner resentment towards a lot of the way that I have been treated because sadly I am a very aggressive person and sometimes that doesn't have an outlet that's really that's really healthy not sadly at all I just did the mimic of sadly but I meant to, to say it sadly hello oh we could really really digest and like talk about just that word um oh i know in my life take hours on it oh okay 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 um but yeah i feel like for me because of certain things that i've (sighs) experienced and certain things that i've witnessed working in the coffee industry it's sort of like um I've had to learn how to be comfortable a lot of the time with my own voice and stepping outside of my comfort zone to assert myself in many situations. Um, So it's always really interesting how other women in the industry also exist within it. It's, it has such certain systemic issues throughout it that I've been able to now learn about through other women, but just also things that I don't genuinely understand how they work with the the world we live in probably you will never know yeah probably will never know yeah so yeah that's i think the best way i can really answer that question is i think it's just something that i think will never really be something i'll have to stop figuring out because no matter what industry it is i'll constantly run into this issue of being a specific kind of woman who wants to live her life a specific kind of way and is very unapologetically herself about it. So. Oh, hell yeah. I fucking yes. Feel it. <laughs> it's, I think, yeah, I get it. Like, I might not be aggressive, mm. but I don't give a shit about how big I sound, how loud I sound. I know how I sound. I hear myself all the time. I don't care. You know, it's, I definitely care. I definitely get it. And it's, and sometimes, yeah, I, I get it because sometimes you don't in this, and I have felt it very few times. I don't have to yell about what I want to say instead of just saying it. I think a lot of that also comes back to just like from a cultural standpoint, my background and just like, consistently living in a cultural oppression and then having to fight to really like survive within that and fight to have your voice heard and to fight this like stereotypical idea of what a woman is supposed to be and what representation of femininity is supposed to be because in the conventional in the conventional standard I don't fit those categories 
Right. You know? So like mm-hmm. these are things that working in an industry that Sally is kind of ridden in that patriarchal conservative mindset is it's just like, oh great. So this is stuff I'm oddly familiar with because I grew up in a house and a family and in a culture where it's just like that. So of course. I I agree. I mean I would not even have to say agree. You just said a fact. (laughs) I mean, that is, it's that, it's how it goes. It's how it feels, how we feel, how we, everyone, like, who's being affected by feels as well, or who is, lives as well. So that's why I said that as well. I don't like the abuse, um, but most people would encounter same situations that you would. Right. And I think that is, um, yeah, that is very accurate for you to say as well. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, it's, it's, it's been great working with, so this is actually a question I want to know your answer to, too, because, like, I think for me, going back and predating a lot of, like, my upbringing and just relationship-wise, like, I've had a really hard time making relationship with women specifically. So sisterhood was really hard for me to establish. What I'm curious on mm-hmm. is, has it always been natural for you to have just, like, really strong connections with women? <laughs> Not really. And... and- not a, in these late times. It's for me, I do not only admire, I do not only like it, I do not only find it fascinating, I do not only find it hot, I do not only find it beautiful. Um, and it seems like even when female shows up, because it's not the only way mm-hmm. as well. Um, it also lacks in perspective to understand yeah. things that are not that female. And, um, I don't know. It's very, it's very fun when, um, uh, I am very distinct to what, um, whatsoever I'm seeing and whatsoever uh, people think of my body or whatsoever people think of my identity or what, you know, what people think at all uh and um (laughs) i've i have found like things shouldn't be only in that perspective and even though i would love to glorify that idea um which it happens you know women supporting women i have also found that not it's not very easy for me to connect to um ideas of female that um are simply against you and um it feels the same as you know like men and uh that is also awful and tricky to say um but I don't give a shit. It's how I've also feel it. And so that's why the answer is no, it's not. I mean, like, hey, like living in a very binary and linear 
world is really fucking difficult when you don't identify with any of that. And then when you try and connect and invite people into that world, into that space, that's also really a sensitive experience. And it's not taken that way at all by the other person or the other crowd. It, it, mm. it, it just shuts you down immediately. It gets this guard, this walls up. And it's really hard to perpetrate that afterwards. So you stick with your crew. You stick with the clan that it was never there in the first place. But of course, that this this level of division that happens with the identity and the I- idea of what femininity even fucking means is all bullshit. Hell that it fuck is. And I think, uh, you know, uh, if you ask me, you are not. But that's how people say things about their opinions. Um, I think binary in any mean, not in gender, mm. even in any mean yeah. is so this like gross because it forces you to forsake your idea of desire and like, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. And that- whatever that means, whatever, whatever, like whatever whatever and that's why i don't like it and yeah. i i feel i feel like if this life it's worth living it happily it's not binary and you person who is listening to this is a binary thinking person please make yourself a favor and try to do something different you will fucking enjoy it and you will be you will realize how tied up you are and how mm-hmm. much That's... your ass is tied up to something <laughs> you know? i mean hey you might enjoy that too you never know so i do i do but uh, uh too <laughs> <laughs> i mean like hey it's all a spectrum it all is always a spectrum i think in uh-huh. general totally i agree I think that the idea of what you're saying, I can piggyback off of because there's this really big fear with the idea of relinquishing control over something that you have absolutely no idea what the end result would could, could be. And that in itself is more of the fear of the results rather than the exploration. The exploration is the fun part. You get to like meet people you get to explore and see what you're interested in and see who you're interested in what interests you and like what does that make you feel like what does that bring out what side of you it's the result of all of that accumulating to an answer and that's the problem with binary thinking is that everything has (laughs) to always have this result in this resolution of an answer being something concrete but what we're trying to show as non-binary people is that doesn't fucking exist Boom. And if it does, it's because you force us to. Okay. Boom. Never ending. <laughs> it's a never ending fluid cycle. Totally. <laughs> yeah. But um I guess like for the times that you have a heart, I mean, like obviously we talked a lot about perspective on positivity and optimism and what that perception is towards other people and how you carry yourself and how other people will obviously port like perceive the person you portray yourself as. Do you, when times get really rough, like have like a, a mantra or some kind of 
saying that you go by that kind of just like helps you refocus and align with what you're doing? Mm -hmm. Can you tell me? I'm asking. That was a question. That was a fucking question. <laughs> I, I didn't care. I was like, can, can you, you just tell me? And you're like, mm -hmm, that was a question. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought it was a thing, man. Can you please ask me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll ask you again. Because I don't understand now. <laughs> I'm, I'm asking. Sorry. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I'm asking if when you are going through, when you're going through it, and as much as you try to stay above a lot of that negativity, is there something that helps you, like a mantra, where you're like, okay, I'm fine. Let's just like recollect and then go forward. No. No, it's about also understanding that negativity is not bad. <laughs> it's not in fact trying to put words as positive and negative is uh a bullshit it's if it's hurting me i take an action of it mm. if it's not hurting me but i want to change about it i will probably make a change about it if i'm just being a fucking noisy person and i am not even feeling comfortable because i am a noise like and i don't want to say noisy i want to say because I'm a spoiled baby girl, then I'm like, dude, wake up and realize what's going on. Mm -hmm. Just like that. Um, and if I feel I, if things could go better uh, and I can do something about it, it's not a, I don't think about it. I just go for it. Mm -hmm. And you don't need to think of it possibility. If I were to think everything, if it's gonna be good or bad, I don't like that. I think I, I am too. I, my, that's why my name is Macarena because I think it represents how all over the place I want to be. It's, I choose to be, I don't want to know the outcome. I don't want to know the outcome. Oh, shit. If I would like to know the outcome, I would definitely stay in a place that I know. And so since I don't know that the things that are not completely happy, I just make them part of it. I really like what you say about you choose to be part of this chaos, right? Because that's essentially the the idea of positive and negative is it's a it's a whirlwind of fuckery chaos that no one really fucking can tell you what's right or what's wrong and what it is and what it's not. And the fact that you're just like, throw it all together, whatever the fuck it is, I'll still take an action towards it. It gives you the control to really have the emotional awareness of how you handle every situation rather than letting the emotions control you, which is really hard for what I want them to control. And I choose, I'm very good at controlling them and I probably don't want to be controlled. And I just want to like, sorry, I don't want to control. And I just want them to do, um, I don't know. I, I, again, I think it's, the idea as well of thinking as that like everything is gonna be okay like everything is gonna be fully okay uh and everything is gonna be perfect um it's not that you're gonna feel okay it's probably that you're not gonna feel it's prob it's most likely that you're not gonna know what's gonna like what's going on and if you know for sure what's going on fucking boring I mean, in my case, I don't want to know. 
the outcome will always be best for me if I don't know what is it. And uh, if it go, if it, if I realize what the outcome is and it's funny and it's cool and I like it, right? There's <laughs> what I want to be for a while. It's really funny because I'm just thinking, I'm like, I envy people that can do that, you know? That can just, uh-huh. essentially, that's just like being able to just exist. Like, right. it's just existing. Just letting things be and letting things organically happen. Hard. I can tell you right now from someone who is a super fucking control freak and likes to do the things that she likes to do in the way that she likes to do it and have myself be my own boss and let, let nothing get out of con- this constrictive like m- model I've created when things start to go in a level of chaos I don't I don't handle that well but I'm always so jealous of people who can embrace that and can live within it and just be like this is life and it's it's just like something in, I'm in adoration for I get it I I'm that person too. Why do you think I have this job? I mean, <laughs> uh, I I just try to put it in um, the right in the right situation. In what I know, I need. I have to do something. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and that needs to happen mostly. Um, so if it the case is that I don't want to feel it, if the case is that I don't want to know, or if the case is that what's triggering me is that I want to know what's going to happen, yeah. I just, I'm like, oh girl, I think it's better if you don't know. And if you should really, let it be. I should really just you know? follow that. You know how many and times it like, I could have saved my ass in so many situations if I just like, Especially for me, I'm I I drive on impulse, and I'm like, you know, if you could just like sit here and just not do what you're thinking, and just like let it figure itself out, it'll show itself to you. At the end of the day, it always does. The truth, and somehow, in some form, always forms itself in a way, whether it's chaotic and stressful and it's full of drama, or if it's something that's like it never had to be a big deal in the first place. Which is mostly the case. Yeah. In my case. (laughs) (laughs) I, what I'm trying to do, if there is a mantra I have is I like drama, but I want to choose what, what drama to put in which case, like situations. I like that. You know, like, no, I want to make sure which drama like which situation I'm being dramatic about and that I'm choosing to, because sometimes it goes out of my control and I'm like, no, no, no girl, let's just get back to what yeah. we wanted originally. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. that's a really good one. See, I like, I love asking people that question. Cause it gives me, it's stuff that I can apply. Right. So it's a lot of the stuff that when I ask you these questions, it's shit that I can apply to like my life too. Of so, like, I'm also curious with someone who's been in the industry for as long as you have. Do you got any controversial hot takes? Controversial, controversial hot takes? Mm-hmm. What is that? Can it's like, me? yeah, I can hear you. You're fine. Um, <laughs> I would like, if there was a situation where you have an opinion about something 
and it's not common and it would cause a lot of drama or it would cause a lot of like heat vocalizing it do you have them and what are they <laughs> with the fucking fact that i'm a trans girl just that like the, every time i need to put that up like I need to always say things about, I always need to explain myself to everyone about that. That is a controversial topic. Is that what you're trying to say? Like if I say things about it? I mean, it can apply to all of it. I mean, in coffee, like I'm saying in coffee, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like I, the re- just the reason that I am a trans girl, it forces me to put any other thought in my hand. Like people would take me as a, like the inferential of me is what you just say, a takeover, like a hot topic and like the big elephant in the room. And people don't want to talk about the big elephant in the room. Am, am I not understanding this? I don't no, understand. You're, you're... So please edit this. No, you're, you're, that's, am that, I... that is a good don't overthink it. You're fine. Okay. It's fine. <laughs> it's okay for that to be the hot take. That If that's something for you that is just like the most annoying thing that you're constantly having to over-explain and it creates a lot of drama, then yeah, that still fits in that category. You know? I think I don't. I think um, my overthinking is that I haven't linguistically understand understood what you're saying. Mm, okay. That's why. That's why I think I I don't get it because um I don't think I'm providing the the right answer to the right question. But anyway, it is a topic that I always need to face over time. Like m- probably not in my with my clients but everything uh besides that i do need to put a word about it but no 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 i think i misunderstood for sure uh the explanation can you please not put this (laughs) because i think i went too far in your question uh and you can you please explain that to me again yeah i can explain that so it's like if the idea of what a controversial opinion is it's like somebody who says something that's not common and it's something that's not agreed upon but it's there it's an opinion it's just not a well like some people will say quality is a fucking joke in the coffee world like that's a controversial hot take or I definitely i have definitely understood that yeah i do oh i do all the time so one of the things i have uh, i learned um like i learned in coffee um is um processing uh, coffees so uh, processing like anything that is not a washed coffee i learned coffee in a, with a with a person or a school that um even though understood and like washed coffees uh it was focused on natural and honeys and uh 10 years ago that was a defect in colombia to have anything that was not a washed coffee so um a controversial know. yep in fact, um, if you want to export coffee that is not washed coffee in Colombia, um, you need to say that that is a um, product of Colombia. And product of Colombia is the label uh, uh, is the label for the 
steepest and most like the worst coffee in Colombia. Even though it could be a gesha, the best gesha, and if it's a natural, you need to say it's a product mm -hmm. of Colombia and not a washed coffee, not a, co a coffee of Colombia. So my controversial thing is, um, so my work is I'm a like I distribute coffee from Colombia here in the United States. And I work with um, some producers that are not only Tio Conejo or the people that I do coffee for. Um, and uh, this specific person has developed a lot of fermentation things that are not common to the idea of fermentation. So, um, well, for some people, it's a very common topic, common topic now, but for some others, not. And we were um, just don't want to be like very specific. So I'm going to try to give a very uh, different path. But we there were a very specific group uh, group of um, taster making tasters making a choice a agreeable choice of um, a coffee and uh, we needed to come up uh, with a conclusion if uh, the coffee we were tasting uh, was good or not as every taster needs to do you know um, and it was not a quality roasting topic it was not a uh, fermenting um, a quality topic the coffee was not defected there was not a mm -hmm. defect on the coffee but there were people who were um in uh, the idea of no and there were people on the idea of yes and i think um my position both of them to fuck them up uh, <laughs> because um if a person thinks that the development of the context of a person who grows coffee is based on the idea of someone's standards because their experience is that is specific they are being very mistaken as like tasters uh, of their coffee the context in which we were talking of the coffee it was not a uh, you know like we were only coffee people, coffee professionals speaking of coffee with different um, scenarios. And that scenario was like, um, I, because I know this, I can tell this. Um, and because I know this, I can tell this. And like making, think a coffee that is good, that was not affected as a taster, I'm saying this, because the, it was not a washed coffee it's not a good coffee it's something controversial i'm being very specific no and i'm that's being fine. very you know but uh what i'm trying to say is yes and that is only for quality fermentation process uh perspective but i have it for a lot of other positions for example people working in coffee i do not think in coffee industry in the specialty coffee industry people should be that marginalized in money as, as they are as they are like people make a lot of money and if you if you look at the frame of profit that there are in a lot of chains in a lot of stages of the chain i'm sorry um you will know that they're not only farmers are being affected uh by um 
not having good money or not having the money that they should receive for what they do. Um, and every time, I, because I have also been in contact with um, the both scenarios, both mm. destiny and origin, I have seen that. And I have not only been in contact by seeing that, but be, I work in here, but I in the US, but I also work in Colombia. And it's, it, it's funny how things just replicate once and over, once and over, and different people with different labels and different money but exactly the same exactly the same exactly the same so yes i am a very and i don't care to speak up about those con- i mean i don't care I, it's just that i love people being weird about me and feeling like what the fuck is this girl talking about and uh like i love people doing that so yeah I'm telling you man i really love the women in the industry <laughs> <laughs> I love the Me women. Too. It's just like interesting because it's like when I find women who are so bold and they love to and like I have like just these experiences it just it's validating for me to know that I'm not the only one. But ooh, happily. Imagine if we wouldn't. Oh, that would be frustrating. Yeah. And thanks to you, I think I I don't think I mean, I, there are a lot of podcasts lately about people doing co- things in coffee, but it's all about like coffee <laughs> mm. and I am done with coffee. Like I am done in my day to day with coffee and I love to learn about coffee, but I also need to learn about things that are not coffee. Right. Forward. Yeah. No, I did this for the mostly to get to know people and highlight their stories and a lot of their accomplishments and validate their experiences because that's really important. That's something that I didn't see enough. So I definitely appreciate you for coming on the podcast. I know that we talked for a really fucking long time and you said so many (laughs) fucking great things that thank you so much. We just had such a good time talking about it. I literally wasn't really paying attention to time. And I realized that I took a lot of yours, but um, I really, I appreciate you. Not at all. (laughs) I I said this to Alex, too, and I was like, I hate the fact that all of my favorite people don't live near me because it's like, <laughs> these are such amazing people that I would love to just sit and just like, tell me more. Tell me like everything. I just want to know everything. Like, let me know about you and like your life and like what like more on a personable level, because <laughs> this is still like me trying to like find people. And it's like Alex said it. And I think um, Bailey said it, too. But like just constantly on a search of finding my tribe is something that I've tried to navigate as an adult and like especially as a queer person and somebody who works in the coffee industry and as an artist and a performer and a musician and all these things all of these things are still valid and it's just hard for me living in the midwest and we haven't even talked about that being an Arab girl living in the midwest and all the butt fuckery that really exists in that but I do appreciate I get it I have to say before I thank you that it's so, so fascinating and probably she doesn't remember this or she doesn't know this, but Bailey was the first person that bought coffee from me ever in the United States. Look at that. Full circle. Four, four years ago. And I loved her mm-hmm. from the very first time that I met her. So it's it's a I sent you hugs and I hope to see you soon. Um, and um, I do think it's um, a thing meant to be uh, 
that we have met that we have met uh, and that we are uh, working like like this out uh, thank you so much for inviting me and for highlighting me no, uh, to myself uh, because it's I know you're saying this but every time you say that I'm like oh my gosh <laughs> this is me really and I think um It makes me feel very, very happy. I am not reluctant at all to the idea of being invited to uh, get uh, drunk and wasted and talk about things in hikes. So I don't know where this will happen. I don't know where, when, how, who will curate this shit. But girl, when I fucking tell you, if me and you were to get goddamn drunk lit, it would be a never ending fun, high energy, good vibes and loud party. Please, 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 please. And well, thank you so much. It was beautiful um, um, as well. And I hope that we get to meet soon and that we get to um, like spend some time as well together. Can I take a picture of the Zoom on my phone? please wait let me get oh god this is such an awkward thing to do oh god wait 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 no not at all it's just like how do you do this like i feel so out of touch with this my case looks cute though oh it does it's like dried flowers and petals and shit one of the rare qualities of me being a feminine woman okay ready (laughs) (laughs) one two three okay Okay. You made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's my job. That's my job. Uh, All righty, Chica. Well, you it have was lovely seeing you, Chica. A great night, and the sunset was beautiful to watch behind you this whole period of time. You are gorgeous, and you have such a beautiful spirit. <laughs> I love your unapologetic you. voice. All of these things. All of the good vibes sending it to you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. It was lovely seeing you. Um, um, Thank you for everything. Gracias. Yes. Ciao. Okay. Like, she just had so many good points. Like, I don't even think I have a wrap-up for this episode. Like, she just, like, she really just has a, it's, she said it too, where it's like, the women in this industry are some of the most beautiful, so strong, so elegant and poised, but so fierce and passionate and so unapologetic for their craft and what they do that it's like these are the people that deserve to be highlighted they've made coffee more than just a transaction they've made coffee more than just a promo it's like coffee is it's a life it's a being like she said it's a bean and like the way people invest their time and the way that people really off the clock will have coffee consuming them and yeah coffee is obviously like she had a controversial opinion about coffee in so many different layers being stripped of the financial stability that it could give not just from the producers is a really interesting concept and something I'd actually study into more to understand what it is that is specific about that and why it does the things that it does I don't know she's I I think I'm going to go back and listen to this episode many times just to find a lot of she just has so much heart and so much passion and it shows it shows so hard and it's like obviously nobody here could have watched this video i was watching it and obviously in this watching her talk and it's just like she honors what she does and she she really i would assume excels in what she does and it's like she 
I can really resonate with her not choosing to do a job that doesn't give a sense of passion and drive and, and feeling like you have a good conscience at the end of the day that you love what you do and what you're doing matters.